Well, hello, freaks, both on the free side and sideshow members. Tim here with you to introduce a best of show. What the hell is going on, you may ask? This is not the norm. For today is supposed to be a brand new Sideshow exclusive episode. Well, that's been put on hold temporarily. The whole schedule for the week has been changed. Let me just tell you what's going on. It's a dog thing. Yeah, and if you're patrons, you know exactly what, what's coming. Because I I foretold, <laughs> it, it was a prophecy I had when it came to this dog thing. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we lost our, uh, our one dog to cancer, our big dog. Um, and uh, we're, we're deep in mourning. Still, I miss that dog so much. But it's time to move on and replace her. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, no, uh, but our little dog does not do well without a friend and she uh, was depressed and not eating we started the process of looking uh, for dogs I don't know if you uh, have looked for a dog recently at a shelter or a rescue very hard right now everyone is snatching up these things because you know people are like working for from home and stuff so today we had the opportunity to go visit a dog and then the woman who uh, is fostering the dog was like you want to take her home for a few days test her out kick the tires you know don't kick the dog though one of the reasons why animal welfare had to take the dog out of her last home anyway uh we weren't expecting to take the dog today we thought that we were just going to to meet the dog and then start the whole process if we liked her you know i don't know i've talked about it a little bit on the show it's every uh rescue and shelter has like a different procedure and these applications they make you fill out are ridiculous like seven pages. This woman was very nice, but like I said, a little nutty. She was like, you want a horse too? I'm fostering a horse. Like, no, just the dog today. And uh, again, um, I think I mentioned this on the Patreon podcast, maybe on on the regular episode, but I said, look, the next dog we get is not going to be some special needs dog. It's not going to be one that's been abused. I want an easy dog. A normal one who's happy and low maintenance. This one that we have in the house right now. And by the way, check out the fucking album artwork. How adorable is this thing, right? So cute. Uh, This one was like left outside on a farm, an abandoned farm or something. So she's like kind of people freak her out. Like normal looking people freak her out. You imagine what she, what she's going through when she sees me. We're dealing with some stuff today. Um, so look, she's stressed out. She's got the jittery diarrhea. Her farts are very rancid. She won't pee for us. We we had I, I've walked eight miles today. We went on three very long walks just trying to get this dog to piss. Even that's a challenge. You know, it's just all going to come out in the house, right? Anyway, that's kind of what I uh, am dealing with today. So I apologize for having to do a best of show. Uh, The plan here is we're going to do a best of show for everyone today. Tomorrow's program is going to be sideshow exclusive. And then this weekend, I'm going to do a makeup show uh, once again for everyone. Sideshow members and uh, free side freaks alike. What episode am I going to play today? Very good question. Well, I had a request. Someone wanted to hear uh, the uh, Sextastic Tuesday episode, which is perfect because today's Tuesday, right? And we haven't played a Sextastic Tuesday in a long time. 
uh, the Sextastic Tuesday where this sound effect came from. Shit dildo. Shit dildo. Shit dildo. Originated from a Sextastic Tuesday story, I'm guessing involving a real shit dildo, a dildo made of shit. I tracked down the episode. You would not believe how much time that took. We've, we've done a lot of episodes of TV, and I am not uh, cataloging them in, in, in a meaningful or proper way. So I did some uh, deep digging. Uh, the shit dildo episode of TV originated from uh, February 5th of 2008. If my math is correct, that's like 13 years ago. If you remember hearing this Sextastic Tuesday story when it originally aired, congratulations, you're old as fuck. Take a stroll down memory lane with me, won't you? And if you uh, weren't around, back, if you weren't born yet, maybe, we'd have some 13-year-old listeners, sure. Or, you know, if you just weren't listening to the show back then, oh, you're in for a real treat. Uh, let's play that episode right now, and I will see you freaks. If you're Sideshow members, I'll see you back tomorrow. It is a great time to sign up, by the way, so you don't miss a thing. Catch tomorrow's episode of DV. All right, enjoy this best of show, freaks. It's created problems in family. Brothers have been so put down, can't get a job. Whoever you point at, you got something wrong with your life. Something wrong with that. It ain't natural. It's Sextastic Tuesday. Fucking stepping a little finger in my fucking dick hole. That thing ain't got no feeling in it. Beat your dick. Put them fucking bouncing balls. It's destroying us! Eat that ass, bitch! No wonder your behind is bleeding! How are you with Luke Jobs? Luke Jobs? Yeah. Your butt ain't made for that! Jack that fucker up! Slap some grease on your behind! Everybody in here got something wrong with them, and both of them ugly. It takes a screw and a nut! And another screw. Hey, freaks, it's Tuesday, February 5th, 2008. Coming up on the program today, I'll tell you how you can have sex with a prostitute for free. Plus, bleach enemas and defective sex dolls. All of this, plus a brand new edition of Sextastic Tuesday. It's all coming up right here, right now, on the Distorted View Show. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Yes, Timothy James Henson with you. This is the Distorted View Show. Thank you guys so much for checking out the Tuesday podcast. Have a great show for you. We're going to get into Sextastic Tuesday in just a second. But first, I have some very exciting news. Um, a long time ago on the show, I uh, discovered the PK and J show, which was a podcast that sort of pod faded away. Their last show was, oh, June of 2007. But they're from Columbus. I had a chance to meet them and hang out with them. I really like them. I guess we're sort of friends. We went to the, the podcast expo together and, um, you know, some other things. And uh, they're just really great people. Very excited to find out that uh, they're back. They just posted a new show. So if you're fans of the PK&J show, uh, 
Check out their website, pkandjshow.com. Resubscribe to their feed if you uh, if you deleted it. And if you haven't uh, seen the show or heard the show, you should definitely check it out. They're very cute. Very fun show. Hope I can hang out with them uh, again soon. Uh, I think last time I, I, I hung out with uh, Jeanette. Paul was out doing something, but we went to uh, Columbus's uh, Calm Fest back uh, last June or something when I was visiting. So very excited. Oh, and if you dig through the archives, you can find uh, I was on a couple episodes, just sort of hanging out in the background and commenting on what they were talking about. And in return, uh, Jeanette and Paul did a Sextastic Tuesday story for me. So great show check them out pkandjshow.com now let's get into sextastic tuesday if you're new to the program this is a a bit where i read you uh some literature (laughs) classics i like to class the join up every once in a while these just happen to be erotic stories and I have to say, the next contest for Distorted View is going to be uh, where listeners will actually write book reports based on the stories that I read, right? And then I'll uh, post them and grade them. And then the highest graded book report. And you can pick any Sextastic Tuesday I've ever done. I want you to go through it, critique it, outline you know what the story was about and your impressions of it. <laughs> There's any significance to, uh, you know, a guy licking off another dude's dick cheese. The social implications of it. I don't know. Uh, so, I don't know. What, what do you think would be a good um, prize to win for the best book report? We could do, like, a yearly uh, year sideshow membership. We could do some other prize. I don't know. Give me your suggestions. Speaking of contest, um, going to be announcing a couple of the winners from the last contest. This was the sideshow only uh, contest where I asked you guys to send me just, uh, you know, funny pieces of audio. I've got a couple winners here, the ones that I'm going to pick, and then I'm going to um, post the poll later on this week so you guys can also pick a winner after I announce my winners. So that's just for side members. All right, enough of this bullshit. Back to Sextastic Tuesday. I read you a sex story. There's really not that much to uh, the bit. <laughs> Today's, I'm so excited because today it's kind of a departure. Usually the stories are crass, vulgar. Really, uh, most of them have no merit, but today we've got an actual romance story. So excited. (laughs) There's going to be passion and intrigue. It's going to require you to think about what I'm reading. Today's story is entitled Shit Dildo. This was sent to us by DV listener Mike. Let's get into it right now. Welcome to Sextastic Tuesday. Oh, mama. It's Sextastic Tuesday Uh, on Distorted View. All right, let's get into this hot, steamy, passionate, and intriguing Sextastic Tuesday called Shit Dildo. Shit Dildo. Shit Dildo. Mmm. This story is oozing sex. Mmm. Raw, hot. Sweaty shit dildo. Shit dildo. Shit dildo. Mm. Can you handle the heat? If not, you better get out of the kitchen. And while you're at it, take that shitty dildo out of your ass. Shit dildo. Shit dildo. Shit dildo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll be hearing more of that. 
I'm not one to just let a bit die off. All right, here we go. Shit dildo. As I was grunting, perched over the ivory ring in the water below, my mind wandered to the grunting I would likely do that night. Yes, I had a date with Linda Blumsky, who was reputed to be looser than Roseanne Barr's pants on an Ethiopian. Wow. I can already tell you when this story was written. Somewhere around 1994. The height of Roseanne. Roseanne mania. Um... Who would think to use a Roseanne Barr reference these days? I decided where I would take my dates. And I believe me, there's not many sex stories that would reference Roseanne Barr. So this is already quite an amazing story. I decided where I would take my dates, depending on how likely I was to lay them. After all, why waste lobster on a girl who was going to screw you anyway? It just didn't make any sense. See, this guy uses his brains. He's a smart cookie with a long history of breaking little hearts. If Linda Blunsky wants to keep this man, she better hit him with her best shot. All right, it just didn't make sense. Anyway, let's just say that with Linda Blumsky, I was very glad Jack in the Box was having its three tacos for 99 cent deal. <laughs> Especially since I was constipated. And over to, like I said, this story is full of romance and intrigue. Shit dildo. Shit dildo. Shit dildo. Mm. Since I was constipated, and over time I had learned that nothing got things moving like a nice hot jack-in-the-box taco. One day, uh, Wednesday afternoon, bam! Suddenly the system had stopped running. Now, don't get me wrong, occasionally my stomach would get that familiar rum- rumbling pressure, and I would run to the throne happily anticipating an eruption, but thus far I had only farted unsatisfactorily. Uh, unsatisfactorily. That word. I have no idea why I'm even questioning the man. This guy is a literary genius. It's really a modern-day Danielle Steele. Shit, dildo. Okay, enough of that. Uh, all right, so this guy is constipated. I would push and push, trying desperately to dislodge whatever was in there, but it would not exit. It seemed to be biding its time, and as days pass, I started to wonder what exactly was in there. What sort of butt monster had declared my anus its permanent home? <laughs> That line was almost Shakespearean in its brilliance. Okay. Shakespearean, but not quite V.C. Andrews. Not yet. You have to really work for that. You earn it. Okay. And we're off again. I was experiencing another failure. My brown anal starfish clenching and unclenching impotently, winking at the toilet water below. The wave of depression at not being able to perform rushed over me, and I wiped my crack with shame. To look at that paper, white and lonely, without even a hint of brown, just a stray pube, it was almost too much for my heart to bear. Aw. I tossed it into the empty water, yanked up my Calvin Klein's, and tried out. I started to cheer up later as I sat across from Linda's pudgy body at Jack in the Box and bit into my taco. Looking down at the folds of the tortilla, red with special sauce, I started to imagine how wet Linda must have been getting. She wasn't very pretty, but as the saying goes, pussies are universally beautiful. She listened patiently as I told her about myself, going on about frat parties I'd gone to, and especially good football games I had seen. She polished off her tacos like Cookie Monster eating a box of orange. And soon I saw by her vacant look that it was time to head back to her room and start plowing the field, so to speak. She dumped our trays at the nearby receptacle and we were out the door. 
As we were walking back to her room, I felt a growl emanate deep from within my bowels. It filled me with foreboding. It seemed to be the growl of some dark beast. But I didn't feel any pressure, so I ignored it. That's gonna come back to bite ya. I decided if anything was going to happen, it would surely wait until I had finished porking the woman. Now that's what I call an act break. Wow, talk about an obscure Arrested Development reference. All right, back at her room. She was dripping like an overripe pimple and making weird moaning noises. I decided it was time to feed her my meat. I aimed for the hole and jabbed with my dick. Damn, missed. I tried again. The second time, it slipped in with a slurp, and I started to bang away at her. And then it came, a snarling, shrieking moan emanating from the pit of my stomach. I froze, half in and half out. A strange rumbling was seething through my intestines. The waking movements of such slumbering giant. It was enough to put all thoughts of sex out of my mind. It was enough to make me quake in fear. And then it hit. Wham! I pulled out of her with a shriek, feeling something slam like a fist against the wall of my asshole. Something wanted out, and it wanted out now. Shit, dildo. This story is getting so good, I can't put it down. A fart like a snarl. What? A fart like a snarl ripped free from my anus and I yelped. Quickly, I sprinted to the bathroom, ignoring Linda's protest. This was a shit that could not be denied. With the wrench, the shit tore apart my asshole, forcing its head through. I shrieked. My hand dug into the toilet paper roll by my side, my knuckles white. My body twisted and I buckled down, pushing with all my might to Despite the pain, all I had to do was push. All I could do was push. This monster would not be denied. I began to think the thing would never emerge. It shoved its way out, bit by bit, clawing onto the dark hair of my crack in its effort. Then, with one asshole-wrenching thrust, it was out. My butt cheeks were bathed in ice-cold piss water as it plunged into the pool below. Poetic. It gets better, though. And then I saw it. It was beautiful. A tear of happiness dripped from my eyes. I beheld the shit miracle I had produced. The fluorescent light above the toilet bathed the long brown lord of feces and made it almost glow with a natural halo. It had to be close to a foot long and at least an inch and a half in diameter. It rested in the toilet casually, king of its domain. As I beheld it, my mind flashed to the Sistine Chapel, except instead of God touching my hand, he was offering me this long brown beauty, as if saying, you are my chosen one, and you have been blessed with the shit of God. Shit dildo. Oh my god, it just came to me. I haven't read this story. I thought this story was going to be about a shit-covered dildo. Now I'm starting to think something else is going to be used as a dildo. I have a feeling the Lord of Feces is going to be entering a pussy real soon. Let's keep reading. This story is magical. It's like a C.S. Lewis novel. The lion, the witch, and the shit dildo. Surely to touch it would strike me dead, but finally my curiosity overcame my fear, and I ran my fingers across its sleek surface. Rapture! It was as hard as I had expected, and my touch caused it to bob up and down the surface. <laughs> I took it in my hand and stroked it, and then I heard a voice. <laughs> it was Linda. <laughs> Jinkies, I think my theory about the shit dildo is right. Oh, Linda. 
You're in for quite a surprise. I couldn't flush it. It would almost be sacrilegious. What could I do with it? I doubted Linda would appreciate it. Why had I produced such a specimen? What was its mysterious purpose? <laughs> I thought of Linda, and it was then I knew. I wrapped my hand around the gargantuan stool and hefted it. It lifted in one piece, and I raised it like a scepter. A smile grew on my face as I thought of what was to come. When I came out, Linda was lying spread eagle on the couch, so I could see straight into her cunt. The blackness of it all. A very sci-fi. My god, it's full of stars. Oh wait, those are crabs. It's the monoclet. Linda said, Come on, baby, can't you see Linda is hot and willing? She thrust her rancid slit towards me. Okay, I smiled, but close your eyes first. That way you won't know when I'm entering until I actually do. I knew she would do what I said. She was a crusty old whore, and I knew her like I knew my oldest pair of underwear. Ooh, kinky, she belched happily. Her eyes slammed shut and her hips twitched, waiting for my entrance. My flesh rod of fertility bulged in anticipation, but I had no intention of entering her. Instead, I brought forth the mighty shit and touched its tip to her waiting, dripping hole. You ready? I grinned. She nodded, starting to make weird moaning noises. I slowly started to ease the length of shit into her cunt. She gasped. Wow, you're so big. She gulped, starting to pant heavily. I never knew you could get so big. I had to push it in inch by inch as her hole wasn't used to such a long tool. And I did it clumsily since obviously I couldn't go in by feel as I usually do. But she was too hot and turned on to notice. Oh, fuck me. Fuck me with that long, hard dick, she howled. I I complied, pumping the brown log in and out of her hole. As I did, I noticed that the phallic poo was developing a slimy layer of crud mixed with her vaginal fluids on its surface. This just made it go in easier. As I pumped her with this dildo of dung, I started to bang her breast back and forth with my spare fist. This really started to get her going, and I sensed she was starting to approach orgasm. I really started to slam the shit into her cunt, and she started making shrieking noises. Yep, it wouldn't be long. As I pummeled her hole, I started to notice the shit was starting to lose its consistency. It seemed to be getting a little softer, and was molding itself to her cunt. However, I had no time to contemplate this, for Linda launched into a mighty orgasm, and started bouncing up and down on the couch like a basketball, screaming and screaming. I fought to keep the shit dildo pumping into her, trying to keep up with her. Sudden spastic movements. Then abruptly I found myself holding half a shit. The other half had broken off in her cunt. Mm. Romance. Shit dildo. She gasped as she came out of her orgasm, her eyes still tightly closed. She sighed in contentment. Keep your dick in me, she purred. I want to feel you get soft inside me. All right, sweetheart, I'll stay inside you as long as you want, I said, as I quietly tiptoed to the door. As I shut it behind me, I decided I probably wouldn't be dating Linda Blemsky for a while. The end. That, my friends, is your Sextastic Tuesday for February 5th, 2008. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, effect up news right now. Mm-hmm. 
Just a quick reminder, if you're not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, please sign up now. $5 a month or $50 a year. Superfreaksideshow.com. It is the DV member site. You get full access to every single episode of the show. That's over 700 programs you can download. Plus uh, extended shows that we do every week. Uh, exclusive shows like uh, last Sunday's Skankcast. We do video casts and so much more. Sign up now. Get your username and password sent to you. And you can log in and participate in all the fun. <laughs> Superfreaksideshow.com. Really appreciate it. I do whatever the Sideshow members say. They want to skank? Do a skank cast. It's all about keeping them happy. All right, uh, first story we have for you today. The reason why the Sextastic Tuesday story was so long is because uh, the news stories today are, like, super short. But they're pretty good nonetheless. Very distorted view worthy. Uh, The first story we have for you today. A man complains that a sex doll's moan stopped working. Uh, Consumer officials in Romania have upheld a complaint from a man who said his inflatable doll had lost its moan. How realistic can a inflatable doll's moan be? And how important really is that to you when you're fucking it? The important thing I would think is the hole. You really just need to have a tight hole you can stick your dick in. No one's concerned about the moan. Especially because it sounds probably like this. And that's when the moan was working. Although I'd agree that it's probably hard to come when you have to deal with this. Not hot. Sounds like an old hairy man. You into that? Old hairy man with a vagina? A sex shop in Transylvania was fined more than... Okay. Was fined more than $1,200 in order to provide the man, said to be in his 40s, with a new doll. The man had also complained that the rubber doll deflated too quickly. I'm a vampire. Look, dude, just keep in mind, it's an it's inflatable doll. You can't be, you know, fucking it super hard. That's what real women are for. That's what you should be searching for. But in the meantime, you know, you, you're more than welcome to have sex with the inflatable doll. But realize, it's not an actual woman. So... Be careful. And that's one to grow on. Alrighty, second story we have for you today. This one comes from Moscow. That's in Russia. Russians visiting a health resort received a rude shock when a nurse used hydrogen peroxide instead of water to give them enemas. I want to get a picture of you losing your... Anal canal. Got a burn or something, right? Uh, I would think. News agency reported Thursday that 17 tourists of. Oh, man. Yasintuki. Okay. Had to be treated in the hospital after the mix up. Sources said the mistake was explained by water and hydrogen peroxide looking the same. It's a common misunderstanding. Kind of like when uh, Chrissy and Jack are moving a bed in, in the bedroom, but the door's closed, and Mr. Furley walks in and just hears the moaning, and Mr. Furley thinks they're having sex, but really they're just moving furniture. It's that kind of mix-up. Except in the Three's Company scenario, no one's rectums were burned. Except, of course, the wacky sex craze neighbor Larry, but that was STD-related. Well, 
hydrogen peroxide can be used to bleach hair and is used as a disinfectant, but should not be ingested, either orally or, I'm assuming, anally. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that you shouldn't put that in your asshole. Final story today, this one comes from Prague, or as I pronounce it, Pragui. But that's because I'm a retard. Uh, yes, a prog brothel offering free sex in the chance of internet stardom is providing men with a novel style of sexual recreation. The formula of the big sister brothel in the Czech capital's old town is simplicity itself. Entry, uh, entry is free, nice, and patrons can choose their playmates from an electronic database. How the hell does the brothel make money? There's fucking banner ads all over the chick's naked body You have to stare at while fucking her Uh, No, any given day, depending on demand Between 30 and 45 young women are available to clients Nice The world's first free brothels link to a voyeurist internet sex reality show Has proved so successful that its two Austrian entrepreneur owners Who cannot be uh, named for legal reasons Are thinking of expanding abroad They're hoping their male-oriented brand Marrying state-of-the-art our technology with the world's oldest profession could uh, soon be replicated in Britain. Do you understand what's going on here? Basically, let me put it in layman's terms, uh, you walk into this brothel, you can have sex with uh, any of the women, but you are being video recorded and it's being streamed on an internet site for, you know, subscribers. So you're kind of like a porn star at that point. I wonder if it's kind of like a ride at Disney World where afterwards you can get a, like a snapshot of you fucking the woman or better yet, a DVD of the whole, you know, production. Oh, that would be fantastic. I want a keychain uh, with a picture of me cornholing some hooker. They could make their money up right there. A little gift shop action. Quote, anyone entering Big Sister is immediately being filmed and thousands of internet aficionados can follow their every move from beginning to end. It's kind of like a skeezy reality show, a skeezier reality show Um, from beginning to end from the comfort of their living room, said uh, Carol Borowitz, the brothel's marketing director. The only caveat is that the client cannot cover up his face and the attempt at hiding or disguising the face and the liaison is stopped. But as a consolation prize, the punter is given a complimentary DVD, see? Nice! Featuring his performance, presumably to show his friends back home. That's kind of gay. Come on, let's have beers at my place. You can watch me naked on the big screen. Be a good time. You can see my dick entering a hooker's pussy. There are 58 high-resolution cameras operating throughout the building with three technicians editing the storyline of the reality show. I would love that job. Starting with the couple's first encounter and following it through, the opening foreplay into the post-coital cigarette. On average, there are 14 daily performances, and the website has registered 10,000 to 15,000 hits per day. It's a genius idea, if you ask me. You give away the sex and make the sad, lonely, ugly people pay. Fantastic. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Tuesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, we'll do just a few. Check in with my freaky deekies. Uh, here we go. Ethan, side drill member here. Uh, you need to take that where to go that techno video and add it to the sideshow because I need that on my iPod like immediately. All right, thanks. The what video? Where to go that techno video? The what? I don't understand. I'm sorry. Can someone? Uh, maybe I'm just I'm an idiot or something. I, I don't understand. It's not on the phone. Hey, Tim, it's brown chocolate, and I got a bizarre Ooh. sex term for your ass. All right, it's bizarre sex term time. Bizarre sex terms, yeah. Oh, what a feeling coming in me. 
Brad. This is where my listeners come up with uh, new sex positions or terms. So, so you got to be fucking a girl from the, from behind, right? You're fucking okay. in the ass and everything. That's right. called doggy style. There's already a name for right, it. Right, fucking in the ass and everything. And you know, she has to be a pet fan for this story because it's called the Michael Strahan. And you know, <laughs> you're fucking in the ass, and right before you're about to come, you just reach back like you're like you're gonna doggy punch. Donkey punches back in the head. You say, "Go Giants!" Yeah. <laughs> All right, very good. Very exciting Super Bowl yesterday. <laughs> Hi, this is that I- Justin Timberlake commercial. Hi, oh. this is Sideshow member Joe, and I'm calling because today you were talking about <clears throat> you did a, a riff on Casey Kasem, and you said, "Fucking monotonous, man." Uh, he actually says fucking ponder. Oh, I'm sorry. You're so right. Unwieldy from weight or bulk or lacking grace or fluency. And that's what Casey Casey said. So, <laughs> he's been eating at me all day. And I oh, I'm so it. glad you corrected me because I, you know, I get angry when people don't say the right things, when they quote people wrong and stuff. So I'm glad you called me out on that. It is ponderous. You're so right. Hey, Tim H. your underage listener from New York. This is my Cheryl Murkowski impersonation. Not bad. Ooh, I prolapse. <laughs> Everyone's doing their own Cheryl Murkowski impression. It's not hard. You just have to talk um, by breathing in. You have to talk inward, not outward. Uh, like uh, sucking it in. Uh. Hey, Jim. Michael Carino from Akron. Oh, I was oh. listening to the uh, Sideshow Extra. Thank you for sending that. No problem. And, uh, My pleasure. Thinking, and at the very end, it was just hilarious when you uh, revealed uh, your true gender. Right. Now, for next time, can you up it one more and pretend not only take it through the fact that you're a dude, but then say you're from law enforcement. Oh, right. I've done that in the past as well. Or another way I was thinking about doing it is um, going in and out of the Katie voice. Like, start talking like Katie and then let my voice slip every once in a while into my masculine voice or whatever you call this normal voice. God damn it, more Jay Giles. Yeah, you know, you guys should really uh, subscribe to the sideshow. Yes. You aren't already. I agree. Thank you. uh, That skank that Tim did this weekend is fucking awesome. Oh, thank you. And uh, I like doing that. Bucks a month. Not much. It's less than a cup of fucking Starbucks coffee, which I love too. Oh man! (laughs) I was just Rick rolled bunch of assholes. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of Distorted View. Want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-OH-GOD, as in, oh God, you've got your Oscar Wildes and your Edgar Allan Poe's and your Charles Dickens and your Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, but no one compares to the literary genius of the dude who wrote... Shit dildo. Shit dildo. Shit dildo. Bofer is a podcast alley. It's a brand new month. I forgot to mention this the other day. It's February. Uh, we need everyone to go to podcastalley.com and vote for Distorted View. Get us in the top ten. I'd really, really uh, appreciate it. Vote for us at Podcast Alley. Subscribe via iTunes. Dig us on dig.com. And we will see you back tomorrow for the Big Wednesday show. Until then, you guys have a great day. Bye, everybody.